The ideas and content in this podcast are our own and do not reflect the views or opinions of any current or previous employers. So these are problems I probably shouldn't have to deal with. Because my job is supposed to be just taking this plan and building it from start to finish. Yeah. I, I don't ever remember a time that that was the case. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, always explaining to our CEOs that, like, yes, I know it's unfair that you should have to uncover everyone's problems. <laughs> That's and that you should, you should also have to handle them and deal with them and, and keep the homeowner happy. But that's kind of part of the gig. Dude, I'm telling you, construction management, that's part of the job. It is. You it know, is. And I, I will tell you that I've had people over the years bitch and complain. And they're like, oh, I can't, I don't have, want to have to do somebody else's job. And I'm like, dude, if you don't get involved and you don't uncover those things, then your job doesn't get done. And right. who are you going to blame then? And, and all the while, we should be working as a group to try to stop those problems from happening at their root cause at the root cause at their freaking root cause. Yeah. Hey, can I tell you your, your headphones are on backwards and it kind of makes me laugh. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're so cheap that I, it doesn't sound any different. Oh, <laughs> mine are the same way. Yeah. Mine are, no, mine are on right. I just put it on because it's also kind of a short cord they provided me here oh, off sorry. of Amazon for like nine dollars, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and so I just use the you know I put the side with the cord on the side where I'm plugging. Hey, in. can we talk about our live event? Because it's yeah, going to be freaking let's, amazing. Let's talk about it. I'm really I know exactly when it is. It's <laughs> like I do. I'm joking. August sixteenth. Um, at Lost Rhino. At Lost Rhino. It's uh, Ashburn, Virginia. Yeah, Ashburn, VA. Dude, it's going to be awesome. So I, I went and checked out the uh, the location. They've got a ton of outdoor seating. Um, That's good because there's, you know. Yeah, because there's a we pandemic. Gotta, we got to stay. We gotta, <laughs> I heard somebody say practicing safe six. Safe six? Yeah. What's that? Six feet away, baby. Oh. Okay. And, it, and it's kind of like a little funny because, you know, innuendo. Right. <laughs> you guys can't see my eyebrows right now. Okay. They're going up and down. Okay. Yeah, it's super funny. So anyway, you can cut all that out. If you they've want. got. I'm just saying. I'm no longer editing anything. Um, uh, but they have. You know, they have fantastic beer. They've got food. It's going to be awesome. We've got a ton of people that are already coming out. We have a shitload of giveaways. Whoa. I'm telling you, True Work. Our good friends at True Work have donated five items. So we'll be raffling those off. We've got isotunes. Um, we've got three sets of isotunes we're going to raffle off. Lift Safety gave us a Dax carbon fiber hard hat, what? which is awesome. That is so cool. I almost took my used one and put it in the box, but I thought that would be unethical. <laughs> what, just a re-up with a newer model? That would be really dirty. It's a full brim, dude. I love it. I saw it and I was like, you're kidding me. I mean, I think my Lift hard hat is probably the... The thing I like the most Dude, on the job side, I wear it every single day, yep. and it makes everybody jelly. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> They're awesome hard hats and super comfortable. Yeah. They also gave us two pairs of. Can um, I tell you? Wait a minute. Can I tell you the most my favorite part about it? I think not. What? Not only is it super lightweight and it's comfortable and all that crap, but it has a suede sweatband in it. Yeah, and it's like you're wearing a ball cap, even though it's yeah. a hard hat. That's it's a hard my, hat. That's my favorite part. It's keeping your keeping your noggin safe. Right. Um, so we, they also gave us two sets of safety glasses that are sunglasses, dude. So they look fantastic. I assume one of those sets is for me. We have to buy a raffle ticket. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but I, I, I will tell you. So, you know, our, our, the people that have, have donated stuff are super generous. You know, True Work, they've always been a great partner of the show. You know, their gear is amazing. We still have the discount code CMP15. You want to go to their website, you can get a discount on your first order. You can go to buildertactics.com to our partners tab, and there's a link to True Work. And you can actually, if you tell us what you're doing to keep safe during COVID or helping your, your workmates, um, but if you, you know, you get on there, you can tell us what you're doing to promote, you know, the trades or promote, you know, yourself professionally or, or whatever, or benefit others, you can win truer gear. So I know there's an, uh, there was a winner. We'll announce it at the next show, um, for people that have already submitted stories and stuff. So it's awesome. As always, Builder Tactics is there. I just uploaded a link to the audiobook for Builder Tactics, a practical guide to construction management. You can download that. Um, eventually I'm going to get around to updating the blog. <laughs> oh my God. Eventually. Yeah. It's the last time I updated it was December of 19. <clears throat> Are people into that? Uh, not on our page. <laughs> so maybe we should focus our efforts on something else. Yeah. Like more live events since they're so successful. They're so as well. successful. So this one's going to be fucking. This one's going to be, <laughs> this one's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, super excited. It is going to be great. And the fact that we're partnered with Homemade here and that this is a charity event. Can we is, talk about Homemade, dude? Because let's they, talk about they, Homemade. They're amazing. Yeah. You know, the work that they do. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with Homemade, what they do is they they have partnered with suppliers and builders. And they go out. And if you have, let's say you, you own a home that's for a homeless shelter and it needs maintenance or you need to rebuild or remodel or whatever, Homemade will actually come in. They'll find the resources for you and they'll rebuild your shelter your halfway house, your your you know whatever homeless or right. battered women shelter that you have, is they'll it, work with you. Is it just homeless or battered women shelters or children I'm, battered I'm, women? I'm shelters. fairly certain that they do all types of improvements or or set up improvements for charitable organizations, right? Or is it just I, that? I think their focus is homeless. All right, we're cut this part out then because I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I think maybe you're wrong. Let me look up. Let me look up Homemade. I thought their focus was home, the homeless. Yeah, you know, I think that we should probably be better. We should probably at this. know. We should probably <laughs> be better at podcasting by now. Well, we did have Kristen on the show for like an hour. <laughs> She's fantastic too. <laughs> she is fantastic. So. Okay. About. Just read it, and I'll edit it in. Maybe you can stop kicking the de- the table or the chair or whatever. It's not me. Oh, it's not you? Did you hear it? I heard it. What the fuck was that? I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> Whatever. It, you sure it's not you? I, I was doing nothing. I was sitting here staring at you thinking you're kicking the table. There it is again. Oh, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> it l- Literally the desk. I'm like, what is he doing? There's a goddamn poltergeist in this office. (laughs) Oh my god, it's so funny. All right, you got it pulled up there. Okay, so here it is. To achieve its mission, Homemade connects regional builders and housing industry professionals with nonprofits faced on ending homelessness. So it is a you know, it's a group focused on putting guys like you and I together and people that we know in this industry to try to help assist ending homelessness. And and that means, you know, like Kristen said last time we interviewed, she, you know, their group is focused on 
doing organizing and finding funding for the projects that these charitable organizations would have a very hard time doing on their own or don't have the resources bottom line to do it. So yeah. it's, it's every, every speech that I've heard in a, at a homemade event has been touching and dude, extremely real. And you don't, it's one of those things that it's like you drive by on your way to work every day and you don't think about it. And mm -hmm. these folks are thinking about it all day long. That's what they do. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. So it's a great, it's a great charity. It's going to be a great event. Uh, Lost Rhino is fully on board. You know, 10% of the proceeds for the entire day is going to go to homemade. Anything we can raise for the raffle is going to go to homemade. It's, it's, it's going to be a good event. Very good stuff. Yeah, awesome. All right, let's talk about the fact that we've kind of, I don't want to say we've turned a corner, but companies are hiring again. You know, people are yeah. reaching out and they're trying to, some of the employees that got laid off for, for different builders are trying to bring them back. You know, trade contractors that let some, some people go are bringing them back. And now is a great, opportunity to jump back into the workforce if you were laid off, but really maybe upgrade your position, right. you know, or break into that field that maybe you wanted to get into before, you know, before all this happened. So let's talk about like the fact that, you know, when a lot of folks in our industry were going through a similar situation, it was in the big downturn of the market after 2008. But oh, the difference, yeah. But the yeah, difference yeah. there was like, that was like, there was like all, I guess in a similarity before we get into differences, like that was a really good scenario that eventually burst and went extremely downhill fast. But I feel like the, the reaction from companies and the different industries, especially home building industry, it happened over the course of like a couple of years. Right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, because, you know, you saw things like we're tough in the end of 07 and then 08 was rough. And then by 09, all your friends were gone. And, and, yeah. and that was like a couple of years that it took to get to that point. The difference between that and this virus scenario is that happened in like, I feel like it happened in like two weeks. Yeah. I'd say I mean, two we, weeks. I mean, it was like literally like we went from like your home people are working from home. There's a big scare. There's all these local government stuff saying, you got to follow these rules, stay home, blah, blah, blah. And then like within a month, it was like there are the companies were making layoffs and, and I, I just feel like it was shocking. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I think that there was a lot of knee jerk reactions from a lot of companies. Sure. Like, they don't I, know what this looks like on the other end. Yeah. How long is this going to last? Everybody's right. fired. Exactly. Or, or yeah. Or how long is this going to last? We're going to push pause on a whole bunch of stuff and then we're not sure exactly when it's going to come back online. Yeah. So I can, I think that's a little bit of a, gives us a segue into what you were talking about. There is like, you know, companies are looking to try to like reestablish where they're at. Home, new home yeah. sales in this country are ridiculous Dude, through right the now. roof. I mean, ridiculous right now. People are looking for a new home because if they're they're renting, so they're living in somebody else's house, yep. or they were already looking and they put stuff on pause, and now we're getting like three months worth of new home sales instead of getting them once a month. You're getting all of them at the same time. Yep, and then. You've also got companies that are now trying to like reestablish what their new goals are and what their future looks well, like. Well, along with those home home sales, though, I mean, you've also got a big exit from cities because people don't want to be trapped, and you've got ridiculously low interest rates. I mean, you throw all that together, man, oh, and yeah. that is just a a firestorm for sales. It really is, and there's a there's a I mean, 
<clears throat> excuse me, my like I say, my, my wife is in the business. She'll tell you, you look on the market for a home to purchase. If it's not new and eight to 10 months out, there's not a whole lot on the market. And if it is on the market, it's there for like 24 hours. My neighbor sold their house with no realtor. Yeah. I mean, it's never even put it on the market. It's very possible, but, um, Dude, I, you know, guy, I told you I had a guy called me the other day and was like, hey, you want to sell, are you interested in selling your you're house? You're like, fuck yeah, how much? <laughs> <laughs> it was like the lemon house? Yeah, I want to sell <laughs> yeah, it. You don't, you don't mind plumbing <laughs> leak or two, dude. <laughs> you don't mind that the windows are no good and the siding's falling off and the plumbing is shit. You know, yeah, that's fine. There's a groundhog out back eating everything. Two. Two groundhogs. Groundhogs. Oh my gosh. I'm killing I might have to come over there and help you. Gina freaked the other day. I, ran, I grabbed my bow and arrow and ran out the door. She's like, where are you going? You're like, target practice. She's like, this is a... Animal refuge. <laughs> no, it's, it's a tomato refuge. And that yeah. thing is waging war on them. Yeah, man. So <laughs> anybody, you know, so, so anyway, so the good news, so here's what I think. I think it happened just like you said, it was super quick and I think it's going to take longer. It's going to be extended time to get out of, you know, this kind of hole we're in with COVID, but companies are hiring again and yeah. that is really good news. So they're bringing a lot of their people back. And uh, I think now is a great opportunity to sharpen your skills, sharpen up your resume, make sure that it you know it reflects your true skill set, um, and to really uh, kind of reestablish yourself in the in the industry. So, and I think there's a couple things you need to do to kind of do that. And I think it starts with your resume. So, I know you know you and I have reviewed hundreds of resumes in the past. And it's important, I was telling somebody the other day that a resume is not just for employers, it's also for you, right? So if you if you write your resume, it gives you the opportunity to list your skill set, to evaluate you know, what you can and what you are and are not capable of, and it gives you an opportunity to just see where you've been, and it kind of gives you a roadmap to where you can go. So you know, when you're creating your resume, I think it's important to make sure that you don't just look at it as... This is for somebody else, but also think about it as this is for me as well. And when you write it, you got to be real honest with your skill set. Because I, I think a lot of people, they don't realize all the skills that they have and they leave it off of their resume, if that makes sense. Right. I see two things. One, just that. You haven't highlighted the things that are extremely valuable for the, and, and let me tell you this, if you have one resume that you're sending out for a whole bunch of different jobs, oh, yeah. that's a mistake. Yep. You should be sending out a different resume for each a job that you're applying to, in my yeah. opinion, at least applying some tweaks to it. And make sure if you send a cover letter, you address it to the right company. Yeah, yeah <laughs> well, that's true. That's a really good point. I can't tell you how many times I've seen cover letters addressed to different companies. And I'm just like, well, what? Yeah. <laughs> you're fired. Where is this going? Did I say hired? I meant fired. No, but, um, you know, I, I see, like I say, the two things, either not listing the things that you, that are relevant, that mm-hmm. you do have attributes that you do have. And I also see trying to, you know, for lack of a better term, church up the things that you can do. Like yeah. you're trying to make them so presentable and so official that they sound stupid when you say them. Yeah. Like. Oh, I wish I had a good example right well, now. Well, I, I'll give you an example. So like a lot of people, like I'll talk to people that are in the trades and they'll be a supervisor and I'll say, what do you do? Oh, I'm a plumber. I'm like, okay, well, aren't, aren't those guys working for you? Yeah. I'm like, okay, we're well, also a leader. You know, you're also a manager. Right. You also have, you know, clerical skills you have to do. You're maintaining their, their hours. I think, dude, you're more than just a plumber. Yeah. 
It's you know, more than just shit rolls downhill. You got a whole bunch of other <laughs> skills that goes with that. Exactly. And I think it's the it's the ancillary skills that people tend to leave off their resume and they shouldn't. And like even the volunteer stuff. So if you're a coach, you know, you're Oh my gosh, yes. There, there's so much that goes along with it, right? You're you're, you know, doing organizing, you're doing charity work, you know, unless you're getting paid, you, you know, you consider it charity work even if you are depending on what you're coaching. Sure. Um you know, there's clerical skills that go with that. There's leadership skills that go with that. And I think it needs to be listed. So the last resume I wrote, this is a long time ago, but the last time I wrote a resume, I included an entire section on, um, I forget how I labeled it. I think I called it charitable work or I called it uh, philanthropic work or something like that. And I listed all the different... Philanthropic work. Yeah, buddy. I threw oh, that word on good. there. That's really good. <laughs> but I listed all the things like, you know, I sat on the board for U.S. lacrosse for a local chapter of us because i was a vice president of the local you know board i put that on there i man. certainly hope you filled up some of your resume with all of the extracurricular shit you do because you, it takes up about a third of your time it does and i put it all on there <laughs> and i was like but you know it just goes to the point where when i'm sitting there in front of the people and they can say you know do you have any experience with you know planning events well yes i do do you have any mm -hmm. experience with this well yes i do and it's listed here um and it just goes to show a couple things it shows that I'm more than just a plumber or an mm -hmm. electrician, you know, right. or a carpenter or whatever. Um, and it shows that, you know, I'm willing to do, to go above and beyond more than just, you know, I'm not just going to punch a clock from nine to five and be done with it. I'm like, these are the things that I care about. This is, uh, this is how I can bring my professionalism to my personal life and vice versa. True. Um, you know, one of the things you'd, you'd mentioned next year on our kind of list of topics is to evaluate your brand and definitely I, what do you mean by that when you say evaluate your brand are you talking about your personal brand your personal brand nice absolutely you know because everybody has a personal brand you know when you they have like a self-image that they put out there everybody has a brand and it's important to evaluate yourself and say you know what brand do you want to be and then look critically at yourself and say am i representing that brand or my some lesser version of it, you know. And I always give the example, like you're, you'll see like Mercedes or Lexus or Under Armour, you know, the U in Under Armour is never missing on the logo, right? Because it's a brand, and they're, every time they put that logo on something, they're representing their brand, and you think of it as quality. You know, you're the same way when you're going to an interview, when you're on the job site, when you're walking your dog. You're representing your brand to everybody that sees Any, you. Anytime you put yourself in front of others. Yeah. And people are going to evaluate you. So I agree with that 100%. I think when you put yourself together in the morning, mm -hmm. you know, whatever your routine is that you get ready in the day and bring it out to present yourself to the world, you know, your job or the people you've got to talk to that day or your subordinates or whatever. Um, I do think it's important that you Definitely. take it all into consideration. And another thing. <clears throat> with evaluating your brand, I think is being self-aware. I think that one of the one of one of the th qualities that you notice in people, both good and bad, mm -hmm. is whether or not they're aware of how what they are saying is affecting the people they're standing in front of. Like what what I'm saying, how I'm saying it, whether I have a smile on my face while I'm saying it, yeah. am I trying to? give you the right impression of me in an argument, in a conversation, in an evaluation. Those things are all like super important. And how I present myself um, is not just, is not, is as important as how I look or what I'm saying. 
Yeah. No, I agree with you 100%. It's true. So maybe put away the jorts. <laughs> Retire that Metallica shirt from 1992. No, I think if the pockets hang out your shorts and you've got the Metallica shirt, I mean, you could be able to pull that off. You can right? look bad. It depends on what you're trying to do. <laughs> like if you want to push trash cans around the back of the uh, yeah. parking well, that's, garage. That's the thing. If you want to be a manager, dress for it. Right. You know, get rid of the jorts. <laughs> Put on a pair of pants. I wanted to be a PM so bad I wore khakis and I tucked my shirt in every single day. Yeah. For a very long time. Me too. And then I got promoted. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Why <laughs> didn't you just wear jeans and work in the field? You could still be comfortable and have a great paycheck and you'll enjoy your life. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it, dummy. <laughs> anyway. It's like, I like the PM job, too. Um, so anyway, so make sure your, your your brand represents the position you're looking for and not the position you've got either got or, you know, just don't sell yourself short is really the, the gist there. Um, and seek out education. You know, if you want to be a manager or if you whatever you want to you want to increase your 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 stature your position or whatever you want to get a job that you don't you want to make have, more money you know seek out the education for that job so that when you are sitting in front of the person that could potentially hire you to do that job and they say what have you done to prepare for this position you can say you know i went to you know there's tons and tons and tons of free educational material on the internet <clears throat> tons and just because you don't have a, a certification or degree in it, depending on what the job is, you know, I don't want a doctor that didn't go to <laughs> med school, but you can say, you know, listed on your resume, you can say, hey, you know what, I, I studied this textbook and I sought out this organization because they have lots of information and I sought out, you know, these leaders of industry because they're already doing the job and I wanted to know what, what their impression of it was and get advice from them. It goes a long way. You know, when you're when you're talking to somebody, you're being interviewed. It shows that you have ambition, and that you're not just, you know, throwing dice at a wall, hoping that you know you come up snake eyes or whatever. Yeah, I mean that's a good point. I mean, you'd mentioned a bunch of different ways that you know ed education and training that you can. I mean, the first thing you have to do is the research. You, a lot of times. You know, if you're applying for a new position, you have to find out what kind of qualifications that position requires. Yeah. And you have to seek them out. And, you know, you talk a lot about how you went to college late in life. And so did <laughs> I. I sure did. I so did I. I had two kids. Yeah. And I had hobbies. I was still playing rugby. I was, I was fishing all the time. And I had to give up everything for a number of years yeah, to get sucked. through my degree. And it sucked a lot. My yep. kids were upset. And, and, you know, but it was a necessary evil. It wasn't evil. I use that stuff every single day. I learned a lot about writing letters and how to do pre-work so you can be prepared. And yeah, I mean, some of the stuff that you go through in college doesn't necessarily give you real life skills. Nope. Right. But it does give you organizational skills and it, and being prepared for your job is, is super important. So, it is. Yeah. It is. And there's, I got to tell you, dude, I mean, you know, people will tell you that going to college is important and it is, I guess, if that's what you want. Um, but there's no excuse for not seeking out the education to better yourself because it's free. There's nothing that you're going to learn in school. I won't say nothing, but there's, there are, there's so much information on the internet right now. If you need a technical skill, you can find that information. 
You don't have to go to school. I mean, if you want the certification or the diploma or whatever, then yeah, you got to go to school. But if you're just looking to increase your ability to perform at your job, that information is out there. You just have to go find it. Right. I mean, sometimes, sometimes just a blind certification for something is like the jump off point. Mm -hmm. Just because you get that certification, some people go to college right out of high school, finish it in four years, whatever, and then start their job that they don't know anything about. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anybody that has a degree that directly that they went, their major was directly what they ended up doing. I literally don't know anybody well, that's like that. I mean, nurses and stuff, accountants. Yeah, but even out of the nurses I know, none of them started going to school with that thing oh. in mind. They switched majors and then they changed their mind later. And my brother included, like he wasn't sure what he wanted. I was trying to forget right your brother's bat, a nurse, right? right? Right. And, um, you know, I, I, you get to a point, you make a new decision, you mm-hmm. reevaluate your training, you make better decisions, you try to get the certs that you need, and then you go through these processes that we're talking about, presenting your, you know, yourself <laughs> in the right light and, and yeah. being aware if the guy you're talking to is rolling his eyes when you're telling him stuff, say something different. <laughs> because because he doesn't like what you're putting down and you got to be able to read that and that's yeah. part of this game and um that's you, just for getting hired though i feel like we've digressed five times do we no, have, have no, we talked about anything here yeah man we talked about a lot of stuff okay, but hey, yeah. one thing i want to say that and you, you brought it up um you know if you are going on an interview have somebody practice that interview with somebody with your spouse your brother your sister your friends or whatever give them a copy of your resume and have them ask you questions about yeah. it because it prepares you for when somebody else, like I went to an interview once and I sat down and the dude that was interviewing me had a copy of my resume and I have never seen so much red ink on a piece of paper ever. He had marked up the entire thing like line by line and then proceeded to grill me on everything that was in the resume. Dang. I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy smokes. Wow. I that got must the, have been. I got the job. the job. I got the job, but oh. I was like, "That doesn't sound like a dude I want to work for." You do work for him, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Wow! That's awesome. So I was like, but I, I didn't. What I didn't realize. Fortunately, I was already working here when I started working for him. Yeah, you were. So what I didn't realize was the, and this just goes to because you never know who's going to interview you. You do work for him. <laughs> oh shit! I'm sorry, boss. <laughs> the uh, you never know who the interviewer is, and in, in this particular case, the interviewer was, was a former police officer. Oh yeah. So he was like, "I'm getting yeah, to the bottom of this exactly resume." It is now. Yeah. So and I was super intimidated. I, I just glanced over and saw it on the desk, and I was like, "Well, this sucks." <laughs> <laughs> but I was prepared yeah. because everything in my resume was true, and um, I had practiced interviewing. It's good. So I, I was when I sat down, I was like, "Okay, let's do this," and. And, you know, I was offered the job on the spot. So it's great. Yeah. But I was prepared. So that's important. Um, anyway, you know, we've collected a handful of resumes from our listeners. Some of them have been sent out to companies all over the country, actually. Um, you know, keep sending them in. Another great resource is a company called. Tr- uh, fuck. Let me look it up. Dang. I know. I just fucked that up. And you may want to look at this too. So a great resource is actually a company called Trade Hounds. They have an app and it's specifically for trade people. Hmm, cool. So it's like it's like LinkedIn for trade people. So if you download their app, if you're a tradesperson, and what they do is they, they ask that you put pictures of your work in. 
and that's your resume. Wow. So people that's can pretty cool. So people can see it. You know, people can see the work that you're doing. Um, and employers can get on there and they can look, I need an electrician in, you know, Sacramento. And they can they can search and find you and say, Oh, this guy's doing great work, look at all the pictures and get in touch with you and then, you know, maybe you get hired. Right. So it's kinda cool. You know, it's not it's not a huge company right now, but I think it's gonna I think it's gonna take off. It sounds like something that could be very useful. You know, one of the, one of the items you you put on here toward the end is s- social media. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but whenever I hear a new name, either in workplace or mm-hmm. personal life or whatever, yeah, like within the next ten minutes, I'm gonna plug that name into either Facebook or Instagram for sure, definitely. And just see if you're an idiot. You look like a TikTok guy to me. TikTok guy. <laughs> I am not. I can't dance. Is that just for dancing? I have no <laughs> I idea. Know. I don't know. I, don't know I think either. it's for everything, but mainly for dancing. I don't know. I don't. Nobody wants to see me dance. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> you made a note here. I think it's great. It says, "Use this as a tool, not a place to make an ass of yourself." Yes. Um, there's a, there's a lot of asses. <laughs> there's a lot of asses out there, and you know what? If you are interviewing with me. Mm-hmm. And you're an ass on Facebook. I'm gonna know really quickly. Oh my god, for sure. And, you know, I mean, and it's simple as just locking down your page. I mean, yeah, make it private. I, be- I believe that people should be able to have their own lives outside of their workplace. Yeah, but if you're putting that stuff on blast, it better be like at least jiving with the image that we were just talking about. Your brand, right? Your brand, your brand. Because yeah. guess what? Your Facebook page, part of your brand. A hundred percent. Definitely so, is. And that's a good, you know, it's funny because if I interview somebody and I get their name, the first thing I do is I Google them. Mm-hmm. And if it's, everything's private, I'm like, good, good. Yeah, I'm exactly. Glad it's private. This criminal's probably at least <laughs> protecting us. <laughs> that's what I think. You know, but if it's all private, huh? If, what if do you got to hide? Well, if it's not, if it's like open to the public and there's pictures, I'm getting shit faced uh, and yes, you know, exactly. everything else. I'm exactly. Like, Okay, yeah. hanging out the sunroof of a car. I'm like, is this? Oh, really the guy? guns and money on the front page here, huh? Mm. <laughs> You're hired. What is this face buried in this white powder? What is that? I don't understand. So you know, it's important, especially if you're if you're trying to present your your personal brand to an employer that you yeah you make sure that all of the social media outlets that you have match your brand. My wife used to manage a couple of daycares at this gyms, uh, series of gyms where we live. And she used to do the same thing. It was like, she'd get a resume or a referral in and she would immediately look them up on Facebook. And probably yeah. 75% of the candidates were tossed out before they even got a look oh, because of Facebook. Yeah, dude, I yeah. believe it. And that also just goes to show you how how very accessible all of your opinions are. <laughs> you know, and I hate to say that because I'm a big, you know, First Amendment guy. Put, you know, you got an opinion, sure. own it. Right. But at the same time, you know, if you believe in killing puppies, maybe don't put that on Facebook. Maybe yeah. don't put that on Instagram because you're not going to get a lot I mean, of second like look. Like you said, it is a brand. You create your own brand. And if you put it on if you put it out there and it's it's not what the company is going to th- that you're applying to is going to want then you're probably not going to get that job for sure you know and i definitely think when the army asked me like sergeant what are your intentions with the army my answer was always i'm going to do 20 years and then i'm going to retire from this man's army because <laughs> that's what i know they want to hear and so you sometimes have to say what they want to hear because yeah. you're presenting an image you for definitely sure. have to and you know what every day that i was there that was the mentality i had this is my life. 
I'm going to do the best that I can. Good for you. Until you're not looking, and then I'm getting out. And then there's going to be a puff of smoke, and I'm gone. <laughs> and like a cartoon, <laughs> where it's like a shape of me. Pew! <laughs> I'm not lying. ETSing was the greatest thing ever. Oh Both God. times I had to do it. That's so funny. <laughs> so anyway, I, I think the moral of the story here today is that, you know, companies, you know, we're, we're coming out of this thing. Companies are... are are looking to hire. Mm-hmm. They're looking to bring people back. Now's a great opportunity to reinvent yourself. You know, go after that that promotion or break into the industry um, and really, really um, do something. With you know, turn this uh, I don't know this shit bag that we've been given into <laughs> something good. <laughs> Um, but it really, it starts with you. It starts with recognizing who you are, what you're capable of, what your brand is, and then going out there and selling it. True. You know, so. one, door, one door closes, another one opens. That's the way it works. For sure. You just got to prepare yourself all the time and constantly reassess yourself and your goals and just move forward on it. Yeah. Hey, you know, one of the things that we were going to, we were going to do, we, we've been discussing this a while. We've got, you know, we've, we've passed a hundred thousand downloads with this podcast. We've done over 50 episodes. Um, we're kind of discussing like what's the next step for us and i think one of the things that i think is really important kind of goes along with this is back to basics i think that in future podcasts we want to we want to go back to some of those things that we talked about in the beginning Um, i feel like those are tools that i hear people talk about when they know the show and um, that they try to use and i think that we should go back and reevaluate it and maybe maybe uh, they'll sound better oh they'll sound a lot better they sound a lot better (laughs) um yeah, 